0: Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Ralph Dovy
1: Basham, MD.
2: Co-host Catherine Brandt.
0: And Andy Brandt Bernard. And Alex is over at what's it called? COVID. Caribou. 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 COVID, COVID Boo, boo whatever. <laughs> Caribou. She's over at Caribou. She'll be here any minute. We'll be right back. Check the news right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Brad
3: Sean Bryant. What's the latest?
0: And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you gotta be a good guy (laughs) if I'm hanging out with
3: you. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Dougie, what's new at my favorite Nissan stores?
3: Well, now that everybody's back from vacation, we can finally get to work.
0: For the first time ever, you can get 0% for 60 months on the all-new 2021 Rogue. The 2021 Rogue is bigger, better, and faster than ever before. For more information on 0% interest on all these great vehicles, check out Coon Rapids Nissan and Walzer Nissan at Burnsville and tell them Tommy sent you. I'll just cut out the last bit.
4: Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company.
1: And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company.
4: As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses.
1: And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new, inexperienced banker.
4: In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us.
1: When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you.
0: Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender.
2: Breaking news.
0: Breaking news that we're back. Yep breaking news that we're back ladies and gentlemen we'll get to tim in just a couple of seconds just want to read a couple of headlines here carlson's mask suggestion doesn't go over well i don't know what this is all about because i don't uh, i haven't been watching the news recently thank god but tucker carlson apparently is the hottest guy at fox news so now they're going to start going after him like there's oh no they've tomorrow. been trying to oh yeah <laughs> have god, they really they've
2: been going after him for years yeah
0: i suppose that's true yeah with vaccinations increasing, lots of people are making the case that it's time to stop wearing masks outdoors. But on his Fox News show Monday night, Tucker Carlson took the argument to a whole new level, specifically in regard to children. He likened it to child abuse and urged viewers to call police if they see it. It's a little, well, little severe.
2: It does distress me to see little children with masks on.
0: So you
1: call the yeah. police because they're wearing it or because they're not wearing it?
0: Because they're not wearing it. Right? Well, yeah, that's true. That's I think it's more abusive to make them wear they are it they're wearing yeah. it, I assume. Yeah.
2: I think Tucker Carlson would be anti I would children
0: think so, masks. Yes. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Your response when you see children wearing masks as they play should be no different from your response to seeing someone beat a kid in Walmart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Tucker, uh, down. Wow. <laughs> settle down! Beavis. Beating a kid yeah, in Walmart? Uh, that's, <laughs> a, yeah, that's, no, no, Would not, you guess that Walmart's a big advertiser at Fox News? <laughs> I guess probably not! not. Probably not. not now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't,
4: does Walmart advertise anywhere? Not really. Much. They don't well, really don't, need to. I don't think I've ever they seen... They do,
0: yeah. Have, Every they... so often I, I see
4: it. like, I've seen a couple Walmart TV ads. Well, back in the day, it used to be you know, roll rolling back prices and then oh, yeah. put on a happy face and all that. But in, in the past twenty probably years, I don't think I've seen more than a couple Walmart ads. Well,
2: on. not I hardly ever watch a television show that has that's, ads. Well, that's like
4: true. That. Yeah, I don't watch true. TV so. at all, so I don't see ads for really anything.
1: And <laughs> the, <laughs> the ads that surface on your pop up, they just go away. They don't. I didn't see them. That's they're, true. They're just
0: they could yeah. learn the magic of ad block. Just a couple more comments by Tucker Carlson, because I think he's popped a bolt. <laughs> if it's your own child being abused and act accordingly, he continues. Let's say your kid's school emailed you and announced that every day after lunch your sixth grader was going to get punched in the face by a teacher how would you respond to that that's precisely how you should respond when they tell you your kids have to wear masks on the soccer field geez and finally he drew unexpected parallels between vaccinated adults wearing masks outdoors and well something else watching a vaccinated person someone with antibodies wearing a mask outside is like watching a grown man expose himself in public that's disgusting. Put it away, please. We don't do that here. Well, <laughs> oh, man. It's not like he was joking, but it's hard yeah. to yeah. say. I'm yeah, sure he was, he was joking. joking but, but he just he goes off the deep end once in a while. Uh, yeah. uh, do, you,
2: do you believe that this new Apple update is going to give us a little control over our privacy?
0: It no, is no.
2: Do you, I don't believe it and it's either. It's going
4: to give you a toggle switch that does nothing. It's, it's like it's, an elevator door. It's closed
2: <laughs> launching out. today. It's a new privacy tool called App Tracking Transparency, which could give us more control over how which our data could. is shared.
1: Yeah, I, I'm certain that you could. You press that button, and I'm certain that you can trust them implicitly. No
0: problem. With your uh, no problem at all. One thing you can't trust is the opinion of Tim Lammers on movies. <laughs> ah, you can't trust that at all.
5: Well, let me just, before we get to the Oscars, because we have to talk oh, about the ratings. God. <laughs> before, yeah. before we talk about the ratings. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. You don't see as many ads from Walmart, but the fact that you were talking about it right now, You're going to see ads from Walmart all day long because your smart device is listening to you. That's true. true. That's how it works now, brother.
4: It is, sister. I never, ever see (laughs) ads on my phone because I use special browsers that I just never use. Use DuckDuckGo? Ever. Yeah, I use DuckDuckGo. I do too. uh,
2: It does help a lot.
4: Yeah, it sure does. Mm -hmm. They run commercials on the KQ Morning Show. DuckDuckGo does? Yeah. They do. do? I don't know how they get their money is the only suspicious thing. Because it's it's a search engine and And it's it's a browser. It's free. so Is
1: it open source? One of the open source projects? I don't
4: think it is. It's probably clicks.
2: If you click on anything, they get money. I don't know.
4: I guess. Maybe it's like Brave where they have the built-in ad system. I don't really know. It's just interesting how they're advertising, which suggests that they're making money off of downloads. But how?
0: I don't know. You
2: Can probably Google it. <laughs> I can
0: duck, Give duck, them some it.
2: duck, duck, go it.
0: Okay, I got to run one thing past you. If you didn't hear the KQ morning show, uh, I don't know how this comes about, and I don't remember where it was, and it doesn't really matter where it was. But apparently, there was a couple, a couple out walking, and they came upon. Uh, they were up in the mountain somewhere, or something like that, and they came upon a plastic bag. So I figured, well, you can't just leave that here. We'll have to throw it away. Mm, Um, They uh, went to pick up the plastic bag. As they picked it up, they looked inside, and there was a hand grenade inside the bag, the plastic bag. So they call the cops. Oh, it gets much worse. It gets much worse. Mm. They call the cops. The cops show Mm. up. SWAT shows up. All these people show up. They find it. They look in the bag. There is indeed a hand grenade in there. Uh, but then they they did their sonar or radar or whatever the hell they do, and they said <clears throat> it's not a live hand grenade. It's a lighter. It's a sex toy. Oh, shaped like a hand grenade. Where are you putting that thing? Aren't those things hey, like three uh, and a half inches wide? I'm guessing mm. up the keister. <laughs> <laughs> you thinking up the shoe? Hey
1: hey, yeah. hey, hey, hey! Careful, yeah. you can't that's... single people out. Single groups out like hey, that. I'm hey. Yeah, I'm hey. not. Everybody's got a point. keister. Keister, I know you've right. got a keister. Right? All
2: people have one.
4: This was in Germany. It all makes sense now. Oh, it was in Germany. Yes. <laughs> oh, there we go. There, there you go. It Makes.
5: sense no. those oh, there. Crazy, Germans. Those crazy hey. Germans. I'm not implying anything, but this is really bizarre. Last night i had a dream where somebody threw a hand grenade whoa now, i'm not mm-hmm. saying that i had a, it was during a sex dream it was <laughs> not.
2: where did it go it, it was where like it at a, it it was where like in a mall
5: or some weird thing and it was it go, like TV? i all i remember from the dream is that you know you, you somebody threw it and i grabbed who was ever near to me and i I didn't tackle him but I kind of shielded myself. I was the hero.
0: Oh, I, 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 I did thought it. you were going to say protected somebody. Ugh. I thought you were going to And, and say I you think you fell, it fell went on off, it. but you know, you <laughs> fell on the grenade. You took <laughs> I know I didn't fall team. on
5: it. We were far away from it but I was a heroic person who grabbed the person and shielded them from the blast. Good no, for you. Heroic.
2: You're just like an action hero. <laughs> Yeah.
5: Well, you know, us brave movie critics, you know? <laughs> yes. I
4: was Watch enough Die Hard, you become <laughs> die John McClane. I or would do that.
5: Speaking of uh, Die Hards, only Die Hards, Watch if I make transition yes. in a clunky manner. Yeah. Watch the Oscars oh, the other day. Oh, oh,
0: my God, what a disaster!
4: Michael, 10 million for the first time in history.
2: Michael Bryant is the only person I know that watched it, and he's right. the only person I know that liked it.
5: Well, you know what? I was texting with Mike early. He texted me before the show saying, you know what? For the first time in my life, I did not know that the Oscars were on tonight. You know, he just he yeah. just totally got by him. And I said, well, um, you know, you're not going to be the only one that's unaware of it. And people are going to, you know, end up tuning out if they get preachy. And right <laughs> yeah. off the bat, they got yeah. preachy. Yeah,
0: they yeah. Did.
5: And I I will agree with him, though, that the change of setting was nice. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't your same old, same old. It wasn't a packed auditorium. Um, but, of course, <laughs> one thing I didn't discuss with him, but I read more and more about as the evening went along, it was at Union Station or whatever. Is mm-hmm. that where it was? I don't know. I, I, some train yeah, station. it was, yep. They had to relocate homeless people because they had to clean it up so it didn't
1: look. Oh, isn't that, it's a little little contradiction there, a little inconsistency there. Yeah, especially
5: when your best picture wins, uh, uh, you know, it's about homeless people. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Um, But apart from that, yeah, look, it's to the point now where, again, I had to watch the thing. Um, When they get... With the preaching, my eyes just sort of glaze over. I mean, it doesn't even shock me or anything no. anymore. I will say that there were a couple speeches in there that were fantastic. Tyler Perry. Opportunity. Uh, the woman that directed Nomad Land about yeah. kindness, the kindness of human beings, yep. which is great. And the best one was Tyler Perry yep. mm-hmm. accepting his uh, Gene Herschel Humanitarian Oscar because this guy is the real deal. You and I, I have always known he's been the real deal, and I didn't know he was homeless at one point.
2: Oh, I didn't know but that. But he either.
5: told a story about being homeless and then helping a homeless woman, and you know, it's all about positivity for the guy, and it's about refusing hate against anybody. You know, against not just anybody, yep. individuals, but yep. everybody refuse hate, and it was great. It was such of a great speech.
0: No, when he when he was helped a, a woman when he was homeless, was was he the woman that he helped too?
5: Yeah, he was Medea.
0: <laughs> he was Medea <laughs> helping himself.
5: So that's didn't good. Say that. and that's where I got the inspiration for Medea. No, he said he was walk he was near his studios at the time. I don't think the ones in Atlanta. Uh, because he has this whole compound now which is pretty cool. Yeah, he does. Um, right. but um this woman he got money out right away 'cause, you know, he was homeless, he knows. He's gonna give her money, she goes, No, I just want a pair of shoes And uh he brought her to the studio where they had tons of shoes, you know, walls of shoes, and she started crying, you know, and it was really emotional. Oh, my God, what an emotional speech. But again, you know, the whole thing, he called out social media, he called out the 24-hour news cycle about refusing hate. It was so great. It's such a great speech. So look it up online. You're right. So there were good things to come out of it. But the thing that they really walked into the punch with was... Oh, let's rearrange the categories so uh, we don't give our best picture last. We give our best actor last because we're almost certain that Chadwick Boseman is going to win. Um, and then Anthony Hopkins won it, and it was really awkward. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix says uh, he's not here to accept the award. Uh, good night. <laughs> that was it. So they, you know, they were expecting Chadwick to win and his widow to give an emotional speech and and to end the evening like that. But uh, nothing is uh, absolutely 100% with these awards, and they found out the other night. And, and Anthony wasn't there to accept it either, you know, because he just figured Chadwick was going to win. He endorsed Chadwick.
0: Right, he did, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, so, but he was terrific in The Father. He was so good in that.
5: Yeah, you know, it's a hard one because, again, I think it's a public sentiment, and I did too. I mean, I, you know, it was a hell of a performance. It was a great performance uh, by Chadwick in this movie. Almost painful to watch at times because of the story. Um, but Hopkins' performance is legendary. You know, it just is. I mean, it is about as good as you're going to get. And, and I think I've told you this before reviewing the film. Um, it, it's almost like he's tackling his own fears in a sort of way because he's in his early 80s. And he's he's tackling this whole thing with dementia, and uh, I think that's why he was so compelling in the movie. I I don't know, man. It was it's if it's a it clearly is the best
0: performance of the year. Ah, uh, yeah, I would I would have to agree. I don't know. Like I said, do you think that that Hollywood may learn something? Because it's Hollywood that's creating a lot of the problems in America right now. Yes, by the is. way, Hollywood mm-hmm. is really really pushing an agenda. They're going after everybody they want. Look, they're all multi, multi, multi millionaires. They've got it made. They're never going to take a hit. That's why people who who run their mouths at that that kind of speed, um, they got nothing to lose. That's why that's why they're able to do. It. They got nothing to lose. They got all the money in the world. They got a great career. You're not going to ding them at all. So they just yeah. keep yapping about. Yeah, how wonderful I, I don't
5: think that you know as far as um, the ratings being. Is Low as they've ever been, less than 10 million people um, is going to make a bit of a difference to the people that are usually, you know, uh, flapping their gums the loudest, right? Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to matter because they have everything they they live in a bubble where everything is given to them. Yep. Um, and then yep. every year the big post mortem is okay. What can we do different next year to change this to rectify this? Well, cancel it. <laughs> do yep. what they used to do. Have it in private. In a small setting, like they did this year, actually. This year was probably closest to what, you know, the actual Oscars used to be like when they started, you know, like a dinner party, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, people don't want to be preached to, you know, especially when they have everything. They don't want to be preached to. Yeah.
1: The only people who want to be... I don't
5: know why they can't get that message.
1: The only people that want to be preached to are the people that really agree with the preaching.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, that That's, that's about it. And that you know, be, because
5: that's how you're gonna get you're gonna get your uh, your applause there, and it'll you know feed that uh, whatever you're looking for. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I agree. It and and you know, it just again, I agree with Mike that it was he, he liked it. I I I liked it better than most of the ones that uh, I've seen in the in the recent past. But again. It, it really comes down to the content of the thing, and that's the same. You know, the, the end result is the same. The people winning and preaching is the same. And uh, so they're going to have to do something about that. You know, it, it's remarkable how they always are picking on the craft categories, you know, the costumes, and, the, oh, they've got to get rid of them altogether. Those are some of the hardest working people on the film. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yep. Don't get rid of them.
1: The people that work, live up in Burbank, they're the ones that make that film whether it's post-production costume design all that stuff is right up there
5: yeah so i i totally disagree with getting rid of categories for off the air i mean that's don't do that but the other thing is they didn't um curtail there was no orchestra to play them off so the speeches went as long as they as they went you know uh so i don't know it was it was i think it was approaching three and a half hours by the time all was said and done
0: again three and a half hours Jeez. yeah
5: probably 320.
1: was was the just below 10 million was that the average people or did it taper yeah. off toward the end or
5: that was average throughout the night that was terrible. Oof. less than 10 million Oof. Uh, yeah it was ugly man it was really really ugly and, and then again because i think you've interviewed her before on the show Uh, Tanya Roberts was not included in the in memoriam. (laughs) They always do that to somebody, and I don't know why. The excuse generally is, "Oh, there wasn't enough time."
0: Yeah. For an open-ended
5: show, there was not. There wasn't enough time. Oh, okay. Okay, whatever.
1: As many people that go to the movies to only have ten million people listening—that is odd. Because eight million. So, what's the average movie attendance in America?
0: Well, now it's terrible. Well, yeah, well I mean, now, but in in the,
1: in the past, how many people will go to a movie in the year? Is it a hundred million or one hundred and fifty million?
0: Mm. Oh, you oh, think? It's hard to
1: say. You know, and people that watch movies, whether it's on TV or you know on streaming or at the theater, you know that it might be as high as three hundred million. If you start, you start adding yeah. kids yeah, and things true. like that, yep. so to only have ten million people interested in you know how these movies have been rated by the professionals. That is pathetic. That
0: is really pathetic. How much is it I'm only...
5: wondering? How does that even measure up to say a uh, 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 hit show during a, a regular week? What's viewership like now for oh, like a it's, it's, Yeah, viewer? very well, very
0: yeah. bad. Especially talk <laughs> shows. Talk shows are just tanking.
5: Oh God! Yeah. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, they're 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 reeling really the dumper. But you know. um, they will fudge with the numbers today to include um, DVR and all that stuff in yeah. the ratings. They'll come up with a bigger number to, to satisfy themselves, I'm sure.
1: Wait a second. Is but that,
5: there's nothing that can change
0: those overnights, man.
1: And is that nothing. $10 million nationwide or worldwide?
0: I think nationwide, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. It's $8 million actually. It's $8.1 million.
5: Oh, it's lower. It's yeah.
0: lower now. Oh my it's god. Lower it, now, yesterday
5: yeah. they said it fell fifty eight percent from last year.
1: Well, a million of those are people that are directly directly involved with the whole process. <laughs> I
5: would think uh, so. You uh, know, yes.
1: families uh, families of people yes, who are in Canada, right, you know, yeah, that have worked and they've seen geez, I want to see how Jim Jim who made those costumes, see how they do, blah 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 you know. Ah man, that is pathetic. Woo.
4: So uh yesterday I went into share versus writing. I think I got it backwards. So rating is the percentage of all TV households in the country, and share is the percentage of all people watching TV at the time. So if you have a 10 share, 10% of people watching TV watched your show. Uh, the Oscars had a 1.9 rating, so 1.9 percent of all people with TVs watched the Oscars. Oh my God! Compared that, that
2: much worse to
4: say <laughs> the You're Masked right. Singer, which had an average rating of 1.7. So oh it did just a little bit better than The Masked Singer.
0: Whoa. That's pretty sad. Yeah, that's pretty sad. All right. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I had. I don't know. I didn't have any interest in And do you think, Tim, that just because people aren't invested in going to the movies and that there weren't any movies, that's one of the, I mean, obviously the endless, endless bullshit that Hollywood spews out doesn't help.
5: Well, you know, I mean, look, I think that there's definitely a disconnect with, you know, the movies uh, that they honor and the movies that people actually see in the theater over the course of a year. You know, a few years ago, actually it was 2009, they expanded the category to 10 Best Picture nominees because The Dark Knight got screwed and was not nominated for Best Picture, and many people felt it should have been. Me included. I mean, a lot of people did. You've seen it. It's a great movie. So they thought, okay, in order to get those quote-unquote popular movies in, we're going to expand the category. Well, then they got all high and mighty saying, well, you know what, there aren't 10 movies that are worthy of this, so we're going to do this ranked choice deal where we can nominate up to 10. And they've done that actually up through this year where they went with eight, okay? But now they're expanding it to 10 again next year, but it's because of the inclusion standards that they're implementing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now they're going, you know, from a different point of view. But whether that's going to actually help out the blockbusters, the the, the movies that people actually see, probably not. It, It really hasn't done anything since they did that thing with After the Dark Knight in 2008. So I don't know. But I think, yeah, it's mostly why tune into an award show. To see them honor a bunch of movies with, that we haven't seen,
1: right? Or haven't heard of,
5: or haven't heard of, yeah.
1: I mean, you're, you're, but the you're,
5: interesting thing this year, Ralph, <laughs> is that they got um, a lot of these. Like Hulu had Nomadland on pretty much two weeks after it debuted in theaters. So a lot of these, you know, opened on streaming this year. So they there were they were accessible, but again. Mm-hmm. There's still the sorts of off the grid, um, independent sort of film, and it, don't get me wrong, there are a lot of great independent films, and you know, films like The Father were great, but they're not. It wouldn't have attracted a huge crowd, I would think, if it were in just in the theaters.
1: Yeah, what? Well, I would venture to say that yeah, exactly. all of the winners are always great films. They were. Yeah. They are always great films, but no one see, watches them because they don't want the content. It's a, it's, right. it's 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 an esoteric content, but they're always well done. I mean, there's nothing ever you know they don't nominate a bad film, you know, like Sharknado doesn't get it.
0: Well, Sharknado, <laughs> should win Sharknado,
1: it every seven. year.
5: No, no, generally it's these downer films that people don't. They're depressing. I mean, look, man, No Man, yeah. oh my no God,
4: No Land was depressing. The, the father, father was depressing. Yep, yeah, yeah that's true.
5: Yeah. I mean, name me one upbeat film. <laughs>
2: Minari,
0: uh, yeah, except for Grandma was in rough shape.
2: I know, but it it was more
0: upbeat than it, it was. was. Yeah, it was. Which yeah. was Minari. Minari. It was really. Oh bad. yeah, yes.
5: Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you do get those. Yeah, but it's people want people are familiar with the blockbusters. They want to see, and I think that's why people were rooting for Chadwick Boseman uh, just because of the impact he left with Black Panther. You know, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it was it was probably more than that. The people are rooting for him. Probably didn't even see. Uh, Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom, you know. Yeah, possibly.
0: That's true. You know, I don't so know anyone that saw that movie. Who knows?
5: Oh. Who knows? But I would, I would suspect if you went on Twitter and you saw the people griping about Chadwick not winning, it was probably more people that were familiar with his work in the superhero movie. Yeah, movies, I'm sure. You know, we but should, he was extraordinary in that movie, though. We I
1: mean, it was take- a hell
5: of, per- of a performance, and and yeah, it really kind of let all of the air out of the balloon when they called Anthony Hopkins' name. I mean, you could hear a pin drop after he said his name. Oh, God, it was, it was very, very awkward.
0: We'll take a break. Be right back more with Tim Lammers right up to This and the Family. The Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Call 1-800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM. Dan Chesky is here from Dan's Southside Marine to talk boats in February. 2021
3: is all about boat inventory or the lack thereof. Dan's has what you're looking for in the color and model you want.
0: Dan Southside Marine is packed with pontoons from Avalon, Berkshire, and Premier with all the rebates and incentives we mentioned at the top. Get the family out this weekend and come see these amazing pontoons. And be sure to ask about custom rigged Alumacraft fishing boats this weekend at Dan Southside Marine during our February open house. Dan Southside Marine, six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington. Shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. There are definitely things to avoid during a Minnesota winter, like licking a flagpole This is that hard rock and roll we play when Tim Lammers is on. Rock and uh, do, roll, man. Rock and roll, man. <laughs> say, man.
5: If I could switch gears to some streaming. Of course. Because there are a couple of shows that you must
0: see. Oh, good, because we're looking for new shows.
5: Okay. I'll start with Mayor of Easttown starring Kate Winslet and Guy Pearce on HBO Max. Phenomenal show.
0: Yeah, M A R E. Right, that's right. M A
5: R E. Mayor uh, of Easttown, did I say? I always keep saying from Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. God, what a great. It's a mystery, murder mystery sort of deal. Winslet has crossed officially into the Francis McDormand territory (laughs) with this role. Well, that's good. Yes, it's kind of like one of these characters that doesn't give a damn about, you know. She, she, She reminds me a lot of Francis in it. And she reminds me a lot. There's a, a, a Netflix show from, a, well, actually it was AMC, and you can get them all on Netflix still, I hope. It was called The Killing. Uh, the name of the actor is Mireille Enos, and she reminds me a lot of her in that show, too. Uh, but, yeah, Mayor of Town, only one episode a week, not one of these that you can binge, so you have to wait, which I think is a really, really smart move. It just kind of builds up that anticipation throughout the week. Um, And the other one has been on Netflix for a couple weeks, but it is a docu-series called uh, This is a Robbery, Uh, the world's biggest museum, uh, the art heist. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Fascinating. I have no interest in art, collecting art or whatever. We all have our own thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. It is just so damn fascinating because this happened 30 years ago, and they have yet to solve the crime. Thirteen pieces were lifted from this museum in Boston, uh, worth a half a billion dollars,
1: and none of them have been recovered. Right. None, none of them have been them. seen or recovered. <laughs> Gone. Just... And
5: it's it's weird. Have you watched it? Uh, yeah,
1: we watched the whole thing, and it was it was very well done. They did a uh, just a great expose about. You know what was going on there one other thing i christian burt mentioned this that uh, there was a boston news special about this as well and apparently uh, there were parties frequently going into that museum late at night that uh, you know either because someone was out drinking with somebody hey i got a key come on let's go and take a look at the art in the middle of the night or some mm-hmm. such thing or they would have parties down in the basement so it was a very, but very well done. I they responded very well. A, a docudrama esque poor tape tape job. That's what I said. The guy was taped up with duct tape. Some guy with a beard. Some hippie guy with a beard.
5: Yeah, and they <laughs> they nice. were implicating him in the thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's what I think makes it really fascinating is, is that there are professional thieves, and the people that did this weren't the way they executed it. The way they cut the paintings out of the frames, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the way that they went for value, you know, items that were far less valuable than some other items there. Uh, it, it, it screams like it would be an amateur job, but if it were amateurs, they would have recovered those, those artifacts, but yeah. they never have.
1: Well, the insinuation of the show also that these uh, art pieces are held by uh, organized crime. Mm. And then they use these art pieces to shorten sentences or to get uh, oh. sentences yeah. released. So, yeah. so, so you you're, you're thrown in jail, and you say, hey, "Well, I got this art piece. You know, maybe I, I can find this art piece for you. You know, maybe, but you know, I need some help with this uh, sentence here a little bit." And so they reduce the sentence by such and such and such and such, and the guy's free. He turns over the art piece, and everybody's happy.
5: Yeah, they called it a get out of jail free card. Yeah. In fact, they have a uh, they interview. Uh, a real life uh, art thief, and with all the crap that this guy has pulled, I mean, it's amazing. Prolific art thief. How he's sitting there out in the country, you know, on a lawn chair doing the interview. It's like, how is this guy not in jail? Well, it's because he had all these get out of jail free cards. Every time he get busted, he says, "Oh, I happen to have this Rembrandt or whatever."
0: <laughs> <I> happen <laughs> to have a Rembrandt? <laughs> yeah
5: yes. Yeah, and that's what they boosted out of here. They had a couple Rembrandts and uh, boy, what, what were some of
1: the other ones? Oh, there was some but, Ma- yeah, a, t- a Matisse. I think there was uh, Vermeer. Wow, Vermeer, uh, yes. Uh, the Rembrandt piece was uh, unique because it was the uh, it was a boat scene, the only scene on the ocean that he had, had seen. It was uh, it was a religious piece uh, of uh, when the apostles were on the uh, sea and there was high seas and Jesus was there trying to calm them and calm them. It, it. was that was the subject matter. So, yeah. very unique. So, I,
5: you know, I always say the hallmark of any great film or documentary or whatever, when you can take somebody like me who has no interest in, in the art world yeah. or whatever, and to get, you know, to it, it just sucked me right in, you know? It's kind of like, you know, watching that Tiger Woods documentary. I don't play golf, but it doesn't matter because it's such of an incredibly fascinating story. So, I mean, if they can get me hooked in, I mean, they can get anybody hooked in, especially when it comes to art, because art basically is what people says it is. You know, what, what's the definition of art? Because somebody says it's art, that's about it. Right, that's that it's about makers, it. Paint makers, Jackson Pollock dripping paint on a canvas, that's art, mm-hmm. and it's millions upon millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy. So yeah, yeah, uh, you know. So, so I I don't know how you feel about art, Ralph. Uh, I know Tommy thinks it's BS. Catherine, how do you feel about? the whole uh, value of art. Well,
2: I mean, I've been to enough art museums in my life to see when somebody has got some incredible talent and has made something that is moving. Um, Modern art is definitely something that you need to appreciate. It's usually a political statement or some sort of socioeconomical statement. Uh, You know, that's why the artist becomes important. So if you buy into that and that world, I believe that modern art is basically kind yeah. of a scam as far as <laughs> as far as Absolutely you know the prices go. but you see a beautiful Rembrandt or something like that, and you know that not very many people could ever paint like that. The,
1: the, uh, I, I really think you've touched on it is, is that when you see a piece of art. And it, cre- and it creates an emotional response, mm-hmm. whether it's a good response, you feel good inside, or you feel anger, or you, whatever that emotional response is. You got your art. That's art mm-hmm. to you, and, and that's something you would put at homes to f- see that to challenge you or, or make you feel good at any time. But if you see a piece of with some canvas, like a, just a white canvas sitting there, and they've done that too, just put a white canvas up. There's your art. Mm-hmm. You see it. It has has no emotional uh, stimulation to you. It's garbage. Right,
5: Mm -hmm. But it all starts with somebody defining that it is art I would think See, and that's that's the whole thing Um, There was this trucker, this woman, uh, years and years ago I remember seeing a piece on 60 Minutes I think it was Mike Wallace, interviewed her She came across what most experts would say Was a true Jackson Pollock piece uh, To which she responded, who the F is Jackson Pollock Except for she didn't say F and um, but the art world, the exclusive tastemakers would never let her into their world because she was a truck driver mm-hmm. and it was never officially validated as a Jackson Pollock piece. Hmm. So, you know, it's this whole, ex, you know, it's a it's a club, it you is. know, a yeah. clique or whatever, where you got to have the right amount of cash to belong. And if you don't or if you're in a certain occupation, you don't belong. Well, so that's kind of how I feel about art. Well, like, oh, okay, she discovers it, but she's the wrong occupation. So, okay, what you have really isn't a Jackson Pollock, even though they know it is.
2: And there's been a lot of money laundering, tax evasion with right. with art. That's one of the reasons why it's so incredibly overvalued.
0: Well, that's how it mm-hmm. gets so overvalued. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. some of the Rockefellers decided that the painting on the wall was worth eleven million dollars, so they gave it away and took an eleven million dollar uh, tax.
2: Yeah, it's now, like, huh? who says what it's worth? Jesus, like what, what a joke? Well, that's back when taxes. There, there was some part, some point in the history of America where items that you owned weren't taxable income. Really? Yes. So when you made money, that was taxable. When you had money in the bank, that was taxable. But your items
0: were not. That's
2: why people were building great big castles and having, filling them with all kinds of different oh. art pieces because it was very, very valuable. And they knew that if you know something happened, they'd be able to sell it and still right. make a lot of money. And that's that's why one of the reasons why. I mean, isn't that, all that still happened. the
4: case? You know, if I own a million dollars worth of gold, I don't have to pay taxes just because I own it.
2: Well, yeah, but how many people can actually go out and buy a museum-quality sculpture that's worth $100 million, you know? I mean, right. that was just a way, that was a way of sheltering their mm. income. Yep. Instead of having it in the bank, you'd buy, or in the stock market, you'd buy some sort of gigantically mm. expensive piece of art, that's just how, yeah, that's how the that's how Rockefellers were paying such little amounts of taxes. Yeah, yeah. Hardly pay. they hardly paid well. Were,
0: and your other boy over there in Italy, too.
2: My other boy?
0: The guy from Minnesota. <laughs> what the hell was his name? J. Paul Getty? J. Paul Getty. Oh, yeah. Getty, yes. Well, yes. He did, too. He yep. never paid any taxes. Mm hmm. He literally hardly because, paid any taxes his whole life because of that.
5: Well, in that series with Donald Sutherland, he explained to the, the kids who eventually got kidnapped of how he scams people and basically it was reinvesting whatever money he had. So he was always he was always operating at a loss. Yep. Always so it was claimed, Ponzi. Right.
1: It was a Ponzi.
0: Yeah. It was a Ponzi. Even though he was yep.
2: making hundreds of millions of dollars a yep. year. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why he moved to Europe. Yep. Is because uh I don't believe that there was property tax over there at that time. In Italy, yeah. That's well, did Jay Paul Getty live in Italy? I thought he did. I thought he lived in the countryside of England or something. Um, he
0: probably lived in both. I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is he probably lived in both.
2: Yeah, and, and rather than living in upstate New York, he went over there because he didn't have to pay property taxes Minnesota on this gigantic, gigantic... Minnesota boy, 100% Minnesota
0: boy, years old. <laughs> Minneapolis' you know. own, right? Yeah, Minneapolis' own Jay Paul Getty, baby.
5: Yeah,
2: so most of it is uh, it is a racket.
0: It is. A right. it's always there
5: you been a go. Right. It's about figuring out all the angles. Mm-hmm.
0: Why do you guys think it is that, that, that the Biden administration and all these, you know, I'm not pointing out Democrat or Republican, but this whole fake idea that he's going to double the, uh, the tax on rich people, it ain't going to happen. It's never, ever going to happen. Because all of the businesses would move out of America, and then we'd have no income.
2: Well, we've had that happen before. We've had no, people I know. fleeing. I know.
0: Yeah, I know. But not when it double. They've never doubled. Well, probably during the Eisenhower how, administration after be, World War II.
2: Because how are you going to pay for the trillions and trillions of dollars of I great know. ideas that they have?
0: I know.
1: It's yeah. true. And they just what they'll do is just keep lowering, lowering. Oh, you're rich. Oh, you make $50,000 a year. Well, you're rich now. Yeah, you, here's, exactly. your, here's your tax bill. <laughs> Exactly but they do—that's well, right. exactly the—they don't—they don't say what rich is. There's no definition of what rich is, and they will not set it in stone. No, it's oh well, you know maybe you oh yeah, you just you start lowering that bar. Well, what's amazing
2: can. to me is that they think that a person that makes a million dollars a year, which granted is a lot of money, is the same as a person that makes a hundred million dollars a year. I know they do it's think like,
0: that's true. How
2: right. is that possible? You tax somebody at 50%, 60 percent that has a million. They're down to half a million.
0: Right. Somebody
2: that's got a hundred million, they're down to fifty million. That is still fifty a million is still plenty. A difference. I, I don't understand why they can't come up with what is rich.
1: Yeah. And that's and 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 I've always said is that any system that tries to to set up yep. a tax system that is oppressive like that, or when you start just, getting to 65 percent, seventy-five percent,
2: oh, punishing.
1: What happens is is that then people get paid in cash, people get paid in right, barter, right, things like right. that. I had a friend who worked in the trades and for 4 or 5 mm-hmm. years he only got paid cash. When it when it was really bad in the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. he only got paid cash. He didn't there was no income tax return for 3 or 4 years.
0: What were the mortgage rates again? Like 14% yep. or something. Oh, <laughs> double at least, double, yeah. digit interest, double digit yeah. interest, double digit inflation, double digit unemployment. Yep. Oh yeah. Good god. Unbelievable. Unmo- why do we let people run this country? Could we get do it by committee like it's supposed to be done instead of you run it for a while and screw it up and then I run it for a while and screw it up and then, this is the American people get screwed
2: well when you've got a, when you've got a government that all they're promising is free stuff for everybody yeah, well, somebody's to got to, to pay for, for it and then Obama started that share fair share of crap
0: yeah he did
1: Wait, did did, did, did uh, the kids get their uh, college uh, debt uh, forgiven yet?
2: I don't know. I know they're working in, on it. Are going no, to get that? Yeah, they're no. working on that. He they're said working they're on, not going to do that. mother oh, I thought they oh, were working well, on. Oh, that's why it. the kid.
1: They, he would they, all those kids. All those kids that voted for him. There's a number of children on my staff mm-hmm. that voted for him because they were going to get their debt. Re- oh, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, it, it basically.
5: Goes down to you know how many people are elected on action as opposed to how many people are elected on promises. Right there you right. go. You know, they can make the promises thing. and they think that oh, the minute they become president, it's going to happen. And again, both sides. You're right, Tom. They uh, yep. all politicians make promises, but how many of those actual promises are filled?
1: Yep. So, and I, that's it's a real. That's a real real problem and, and so maybe this will be a lesson that those young people have learned is that politicians cannot be trusted and they're not going to give you anything that they really say.
2: I don't think so. I don't think that they learn because they keep on voting for the same type of person over and over they never yeah. stop
1: yeah. yeah they love that free stuff oh I'm gonna they give you I'm gonna, love I'm, the gonna free stuff. I'm gonna yeah. give you this and I'm gonna give you that yeah. Oh, don't you worry it still it doesn't it, happen and know, they still vote for're it. Are gonna get that money <laughs> oh we're gonna take it from anybody your parents we'll take it from your parents there you go and we'll give it to
0: you we
2: already forking over
0: <laughs> Catherine and I were looking to get like a half a million dollar check from the government for that college tuition but it hasn't shown up yet
5: yeah, could you imagine the last person that, oh, I just paid off my, my uh, $50,000 student loan debt oh, and God. the next day. We're going to forgive everybody from here on out. Yeah. From here on out,
0: not you, though. <laughs> well, and, and, and
1: and and they've seen that if they do that, they can't just do it once. They're making education free.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that just absolutely destroys the, the higher education system, the scam that that might be. They destroy that, which is a huge support. So they really can't do that.
0: They run no, they into their own issues they can't there. They do that. You
2: know, it's interesting is there are so many states that have such good policies for colleges, like Atlanta, I mean Georgia, has a wonderful program where if you invest, I don't even know what it is, a couple of thousand dollars a year or a thousand dollars a year for a certain amount of time, the state will match it as long as the kid goes to a, a school in Georgia.
0: Yeah, right.
2: And yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. My friend, who does not make a lot of money, her son was all put through school all the way through engineering, all the way through. For I think her total investment was $10,000. Really? Her total investment. And it got to be put into a tax free um, fund for as, long, for as long as she could do it. And it was based on her income and it got matched up and he got to go to and he's an engineer he's making good money and did paying, it very well
1: and he's paying taxes that's how the system well, works that's
0: how the system works you educate people right. they get a better job they pay more taxes Why real can't simple
2: we come up with things like that that are beneficial to all members of society
0: well, I have a question since in this family I paid my college tuition right out of my pocket because it was 90 bucks because I went one day. <laughs> and the, and the Did you get a t-
1: refund? T- does that include the parking ticket for you parking in
0: Well, no, so it was like $115.
2: <laughs>
0: Catherine, we paid for all your college education out of our own oh, pockets. it
2: took years. Po- years. Paid both
0: Andy and Alex's tuition. So this family, we picked up our own tab. Why aren't more people doing that, pick up their own tab that can afford it? I don't
1: know. My, my parents... God rest their souls. They paid for my whole education. There you go, whole thing. Uh, I w- when I finished medical school, no debt. I know Although my my college no my high, my medical school tuition. Wow. for all four years was eighteen hundred dollars.
2: Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred dollars. <laughs> That's insane. Well, when I
4: went How to the U, it was How much would that be today? Do you think? Oh, forty oh.
1: to fifty thousand dollars. What college was oh, this? My God. University of Utah. I was an in-state resident.
4: Let's see. Medical
1: school, I don't know what they're charging for in-state residents. Because if I was a resident, I'd work for the state for a year. So.
5: Oh. Right. Well, and I the know. more important question is, Tommy, how much would your $90 for one day cost today? <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's got to be at least 300
2: <laughs> I know Let's somebody $42,000
5: for
4: Utah residents. Forty-two Per, yeah. per year? Yes.
1: So uh, So uh, $40,000, man. $160,000 medical school. University of Utah.
4: And if you're not a state resident, it's $78,000. Holy a year. Anna.
1: Yep. If you get in, typically so they, your they mortgage. Were,
4: oh, it's, the acceptance rate is only 4.6%.
1: Yeah, and most of those are Utah are Utah residents yeah. and uh, which states not which states uh, there's a group <coughs> of states that do not have medical schools in the west. Idaho, North Dakota. Really? South ah. Dakota. I didn't um, know that. Um, uh, Montana. So you were given uh, uh preference. Uh-huh. Wyoming.
4: But you still have to pay the out of state tuition.
1: Yeah, they may have
4: Yeah. To. well but then you're taking on like three hundred thousand dollars worth of debt at the age of twenty two. The
1: the, the the whole thing about medical school education, if you look at uh, medical you look at education for college for medical school and deferred income while you're a resident, the total investment for to become a physician now is probably anywhere from seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to a million dollars. Yeah, so your, ret- your return on investment is n- not very much. No, it's not. For most, most – if you're a pediatrician, it's a long time before you pay that off. Well, there's a reason.
4: There are fewer and fewer doctors, and more and more of the doctors that we do have come from elsewhere where it doesn't cost them $500,000 just to get a license. you know, or a, God,
1: you know. just got to pay the t- – tip, pass the test. <laughs> yep,
4: exactly. Yeah, Americans are not really becoming doctors anymore. They're becoming RNs or physician's assistants or whatever. It's cheaper and easier, and you basically get the same... The same salary. I mean, you don't, but it's close enough to offset the difference in the the amount of money you have. The
1: return on investment is something.
4: And most
2: of the time, when you go to the doctor, you're seeing a nurse practitioner. Yeah,
4: Yeah. that's because that's all they have.
0: That's
1: true. Mm
4: -hmm. No one wants to be a doctor anymore because no one has. You know a vault of diamonds to get their career started. Mm-hmm. How about
0: the Doctor of Rock? They still like that. <laughs> still well, that
5: and how about going to college and have a, a professor not show up daily and just have their teaching oh, God. Basically yeah. a yeah. assistant? What a
1: scam. Hey, too. Hey, uh, that's, that's another a, scam. Yeah I did that for I did that for a year. I was a teaching assistant for a for a year at the University of Utah. So settle down there Beavis. Settle down. Oh. I'll come I'll come across that phone at you. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, the professor did teach the, the, the lectures, but, you know, you, you, the teaching assistants pretty much, you know, spoon-feed everybody yeah. uh, for, during uh, during the breakout sessions or whatever. I forget what you call
0: them. Pretty interesting. Timmy, another great report, I thought.
5: Well, thank you very much. Uh, I'm glad the Oscars are behind us for another year.
0: <laughs> yes.
5: And next year at this time, we're going to say how the Oscars didn't break 5 million viewers.
0: God, you're probably right. I have not watched it since, I think, I met Catherine. That was 39 years ago. Uh, the
5: Mass Singer doubled the uh, viewership and uh, came in second, or kind of, <laughs> of first, and the Oscars were a distant second with 5 million viewers.
1: I know we're short on time, but one last question. Did more people watch the red carpet or the Oscars?
5: That's a good question, and I don't Ooh. know the answer
0: to that. Okay. You can track it down, though. Yeah, so I Tommy will we'll
5: talk Thursday for movie reviews. Everybody have a wonderful week. You, you too, Jimmy. Thank Bye. you. See ya.
0: Tim Lammers, ladies and
4: gentlemen. I don't know if they have those numbers. That's interesting.
5: Maybe not yet.
0: I don't think they really do. I thought they did do all. that in the past. <clears throat> I thought they did, I wasn't sure about that, but we shall see. So mom and I have the line of the week on streaming television. <clears throat> a show called Hellstrom. Really good, very well acted. These two guys are helping. Uh, there's a sister and a brother, right? And again, one of the great lines in the show, the very first episode, the they're, they're like they're not really exorcists. They just chase demons away. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. And the guy comes out, and the woman says, because he's there to, to exorcise the devil from a from, from a. a uh, about a 12 year old 10 year old he's about a 10 year old boy uh-huh. right? <clears throat> comes out and he's walking past the parents and they go well how did it go how did it go and he goes well good news is your son is not possessed but he is an asshole <laughs> 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 he called a 10 year old an asshole and then last night the brother and sister have another, another guy with them and they're looking for this buried whatever and the two guys are arguing and, and the sister goes Hey, you know, as soon as you two guys are done measuring your dicks, could you help me out over <laughs> <you>? <laughs> It was a great line. We'll take a break. Be right back. Second hour coming up. Special guest the second hour, too, with the family.